Hello, welcome to the Real Point Exchange. This is Adam, and today I'm going to be running a game of Corleolis for my dear friends here. And uh, basically, a little pre-information for you all here. This uh, scenario I'm running, it's called Dark Seed, and it's available in the free uh, quick start guide. There you go. Spit it out, buddy. That you can download from Free League's website, or you could also pick up a drive-thru RPG. Uh, it's about a... 80-page document there. goes through all the core rules. That's what the players and I have been using to look through here. So if you are if you like what you hear, then you know, head on over, download it, and uh, yeah, maybe even purchase it. Flip them a few bucks uh, for the real thing, the full thing. Anyway, rattling on, so I'd like to go ahead and introduce my players, starting in alphabetical order. At the top, introduce yourself and the character you are playing. Hey, uh, this is Chris. I will be playing uh, Semio uh, Amin. He is of the artist class, and he is a courtesan. Let me uh, look this up. Da, 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 da. You are a social chameleon, equally at home in the elegant boudoirs of Coriolis, as in the shady bars of the Malukad. But although you fully master the craft of the courtesan, it is the rush of adventure that is your drug of choice. This is the reason why you have joined the motley crew of the starship. You are all different, but the search for something else unites you. So, so I'm the fanciest lad on the uh, the ship. Didn't think of a better person. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Adam. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of our stick, Chris. I mean, it's like we just barb each other on air. Uh, oh, it's great. <laughs> well, moving on so we can uh, <laughs> quit it from turning into a full-fledged fist fight. Uh, alphabetical order. So after C comes... Oh. Joseph. Okay. Well, I didn't know <laughs> if there was anybody between C and J. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was after J, so I was like, Oof! <laughs> no point. Uh, I am playing Ruya Galab. Concept is a soldier. Uh, she grew up in the slums of the conglomerates on Kua. Early on, she learned that strength is everything. And to survive, she listed in a legion and quickly rose through the ranks. If that one incident had not happened, she would probably still be serving in the legion today. But it did happen, and she saw too much innocent blood be spilled. She deserted, left her old life behind, and uh, is now hunted by her former comrades. Okay. Awesome. Corey. And I am playing uh, Nima Dol-Sophie. Dol Sufi, Dol, I'm trying, y'all. Dol Sufi, I will be the pilot. I was trained as a fighter pilot, and that means I drive the ship. Uh, my icon is the deckhand. And as far as me, my life was good. I graduated the top of my class at Pilot Academy in Zenith. I was handpicked for the Black Swallows, and I loved every minute of the, the cockpit uh, wrapped around my slender, sl oh, sorry, not slender finger, figure, slender fire, my slender fighter. Uh, I mean, I was one of the elite. Yeah, I wish I could be slender. Mm -hmm. uh, what could possibly go wrong? Everything had turned out. I made one bad call in a fraction of a second of doubt, and I lost two of my comrades. Goose, you were dismissed and defamed for shame. You were left to Coriolis to Coriolis to drink your sorrows away in the foggy dens of Mokulhad. Uh At the time that followed is a haze. Now I'm flying again. But, not, but this is a bucket, no swallow. Yet, then again, you forget yourself. You're, that you are still a young ace, roaring through the, the blessed of the dark icons. 
I butchered that, but I drive the ship. <laughs> well, I would also like to commend you. I was vaping when you mentioned goose, and then I think smoke <laughs> just rolled out of my eyeballs. So thank you for that. <laughs> you throw a joke in the middle, and then people don't pay attention to your grammar. Oh, I've gotten this far. <laughs> oh, Corey, don't worry. I will needle you no matter what. <laughs> That's will. a promise. He will. <laughs> Take us home, Will. All right. Uh, I'm Will, and I am playing Dr. Armita Wana, the ship's captain. Uh, she is an expelled archaeologist. Um, uh, she was a prom. Uh, she was once one of the most prominent archaeologists uh, in the Kua sphere and held a lucrative contract with the Foundation. But during a uh, our posting in the Frontier Rim, my curiosity got the better of me. I decided to sneak past the Legion's blockade of a old first come graveyard in uh first come ship graveyard in the name of science. But the expedition went horribly wrong. I was caught uh uh I was caught, my findings destroyed, and I was arrested. The misstep cost me everything. I lost my sponsors, my tenure. God damn my tenure. And uh my colleagues shunned me. Uh no one wants to no one wants to associate with a criminal like me anymore. Now I'm in command of this crew of outcasts on a light freighter. Uh no now no one can tell me what to do. We have blackjack and hookers. <laughs> That's great, guys. Thank you so much. A little bit of background information. I'm going to summarize pages and pages with just a few like rambling sentences for Coriolis. We're it's, in uh, space. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, basically, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly, I did not read the beginning of the book once I started prepping for this scenario. More or less, uh, Earth overcrowded, uh, pollution, you know. Like now, uh, they built a, uh, several large ships to go out and find a new home. And uh, I think it may be two or three. One disappeared. But finally, when the one that uh, one of the main ships made it to its destination, they were shocked to find that humanity was already there. And apparently they had found some sort of gates. It mentions it in the book, but I don't recall. So... By the time the ship, it took, you know, years and years and years to get there, got there, we had already established uh, a new life out in the stars in this new galaxy. Um, where, you, where you all were picking up at, this is at the end of, uh, I think it was, I'm trying to remember what the name of the war was called. Uh, it was like, hold on, I'll, I'll find it. Aggression. Thank you, no, it was uh, a, a nice little bit of war popped up here the horizon uh i think we see da, da, da. yeah it was a large war i can read this whole background but then i fuck up everything but you know war is broken out and some of the gates have got destroyed and all that so we're kind of, we're kind of stuck out here in space um you all are um also another thing we should mention about this game before we jump into it there's a mechanic built into it to where you can pray to the icons. So the icons are these uh, religious figures, mythical deities of sorts that uh, everybody believes in and prays to, and it can mechanically balances uh, the mechanical benefit. Excuse me of that is that uh, you can do rerolls 
for you know felled rows and so forth, but it also generates darkness points. So if you hear me talking about darkness points and praying to the icons and stuff like that, they're you know it's kind of a tip for tat kind of setup here. Um, so yeah, more recently, so let's go to the present day, and then I kind of got some stuff to read to you here, and we'll get started. So since the Horizon War, uh, over a hundred years has passed. So that war I was taking, talking about, it's been over for over a hundred years. Portal Wars, that's what it's called. Uh, the Portal Wars ended, uh, and um, if there was a complete isolation uh, that was going on there. It was kind of like a dark ages. They called it the long night. You had econ- economies kind of faltered. Uh, uh, cultures dissolved into the very fabric of civ- civilization. And uh, that's kind of where we are, picking up through the wreckage here, trying to rebuild what was lost in the battle. Uh, you all are going to be um, you're in the Horizon system. Sorry. Takes me a second to get everything kind of kick-started here. And uh, you've been contacted by... Um, I mean, you, Honestly, let me go back a little bit. Your ship that you all have... It's, it's front-loaded. The ship that you all have is kind of your mechanical tool to keep doing missions in the game. Like, you all have... To get to, to get these ships, you go massively in debt, and you're just... And, you know, you have to make the car payments, so to speak, so forth and so on. That's kind of everything that I've seen on this game. That's kind of the the makings of it here. You're you're trying to make payments on it. All here. Right, so we're we're space truckers, basically. Mm-hmm. You you are essentially uh, space truckers, <laughs> and on a routine trade mission, uh, you were contacted uh, in the actually the Barian system. You were contacted by the Foundation. They. Uh, uh, ask you to proceed to a set of coordinates and investigate the de- disappearance of a missing ship carrying one of its own researchers, a professor, Shiyab Dahilajaba. Da- da- um, hold on. Microsoft Sam. By the way, I'm going to get this thing to pronounce his name for me. Hold on. If it will. Dilajaba. Uh, for the, for doing this, uh, looking up this missing ship and trying to find a professor, if you, uh, valuable information to what happened to it, you will be paid 10,000 burr, which is in the economy, a nice little payment on said ship. And if you can actually return with the uh, researcher and the ship, then you'll get 20,000. So you were pretty much just playing space UPS, making deliveries and shipping and whatnot. And now... In the midst of your travels, you've just been handed a very uh, nice, lucrative job. Jumping straight into it. Oh, great. We're Planet Express. Yeah. (laughs) Good news, everybody. (laughs) Mm. What could go wrong, man? Indeed. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and set the scene. The bridge of the Nazareth, which is your ship is quiet, except for the steady hum of the ventilation system and the faint sound of the avonic sensors. You've been traveling through the depths of the Debarn system for three for the last week. At first, it was just another mindless, routine job. Pick up, drop off. You've done this a hundred times before. But then something happened. A blurry signal from, one of the, from a representative from the Foundation, an offer, 
of a lucrative mission if you found a missing ship, the sh- the Samza, not Shazam, which I may have actually called it last time, uh, carrying a, a professor from the barn, they'll pay. The pay was too good to turn down, and the coordinates of the last known position of the ship were just a short detour from your route anyway. So you took it. That was two days ago. Now suddenly the ship sensors come to life, alerts, pr- alerts and prompts warn you of something close by. It's not a ship. It's a station. So as your ship uh, closes in on the station, which you're surprised to see because you were looking for a ship, uh, suddenly the biosensor panels on the ship light up. And upon looking, uh, checking it, and as, vi- as you get closer to the system, there's some kind of weird, unidentified like, biomatter just floating around the uh, space station. So this is where I turn it over to you. You have a space station. I will actually see if I can make this... Did that change the image of it for you guys on uh, on Foundry? Not for me. No, it just no, shows I still game have is still paused. paused. Oh, God. How do I unpause that? We're learning. We're learning. We're learning. Hey, oh. you're not Crazon. All right. There you go. Now do you see it? Uh, it just looks like no. three figures. Sa- same image as before, of... just without yeah. game paused. Nope, I'm learning. Uh, activate. There you go. There we go. Hey. hey, we learned. Not own We're... any token with vision in this scene. No. Yes. Well, it's not. There's. I'm, I'm kind of limited. So this is uh, the space shuttle that you're. You're. It, t- it's a black box. Uh, yeah. So this is, uh, you know, from the top down vertical. It's. Uh, I actually had the dimensions here somewhere. Uh, Adam, it's it's a black box. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I think I mean, it's we don't like get the Fog Award yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'll drop a picture in a second. Then just keep keep going. Uh, so, as I was huh. saying, what? So that's that's odd. What, Captain? Um, the captain turns up the like basically the te- the the environmental controls for the temperature and the back to like you know back to the tropical uh, temperature she keeps wanting to, the ship to be at. Uh, she doesn't know who is turning it down, but she keeps tur- she cranks it back up and uh, says, uh, "Can we get a can we get a better scan on that? Is, is this is some is there a malfunction? That's what is going on here." Uh, I can try doing another scan, I guess, as the uh, group courtesan slash sensor operator. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you. You're gonna to need to do a sensor sweep. Yeah, All right. got the so, ship yeah. there. By the way, in the, in the chat, dropped it in there. Um, so, do you have data, Jen, Chris? Yes, I do. All right, what do you got in that? I have one point, but I also have a wits of three. So that's that's cool. four dice. You know, until I have any reason to believe that we shouldn't be playing it like that, that's that sounds good to me. Use your sure. wit and your data, Jen, skill, and uh, see what we got. Uh, that is one success. Success, awesome. Okay. Uh, the sweep reveals that the station is powered down, but the core is still functioning, so lightly idling, if you will. At the very top, of course, I've sent you the image now that loaded in uh, Discord. The very top, that is the biodome. You have weak signals of life from the biodome. Bio-dome. Uh, the ship, there is active gravity. 
going on. Uh, so it's actually slowly rotating too. It just you know just slowly rotating, kind of establishing gravity that way too. But the ship is slowly moving as you all sit there with this. I kind of like to th- image wise. I have in my mind you you know you had the lights of the ship. There's a distant uh, horizon star that's kind of illuminating stuff here. But it's kind of like if you suck your head under murky water with like you know seaweed or any other kind of growth and stuff like that you just kind of have that haze kind of going on it's the way it looks um right so you got it i mean you're pulling up some information on the ship i mean on the station it's you know it's tagged but when you scan it you actually come up with the name it is the Astronautic Research Station number 18, or the Royal Debaran IARS-18 for short. And like yeah. It's the uh, Royal Debaran uh, RIS-184, I say to the captain. Go ahead. You guys can do something with that, or if you would like to do a quick little pass with the ship as well. Yeah, should uh, I take us closer, Captain? Oh, no, that's not Chris. That's Will. Yeah, for once, I'm not in charge. Oh, sorry. I had my <laughs> mic off for a second there. Um, she says, um, yeah, uh, avoid. Let, let's get in for a closer look, but uh, avoid that biomass there um, if you can. Um, I don't want that. Con- I don't know what I want. If if it's organic, I don't want it like messing with our, our engines at all. Oh, uh, what, Captain? You think it's I icky? Uh, I just, and she looks. Do you want to be cleaning the? Do you want to be cleaning out the uh, um, the engines for a week? Uh, above my pay grade. Says no. Says no. Nothing is above your pay grade. <laughs> and she gives you like a like this like yeah wink there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he says yeah. Give it give it closer. We need to. I want to know what this thing is doing out here if we can. Is it ne- Nema? Like no role required for this. It's just, I mean, you're, you're an ace fire pilot. Like you can easily circle around and get a full, you know, visual view of it. It everything looks dark. Like despite the fact that the sweeper uh, that, that the sensor sweep did pick up that there is at least low levels of power there. Uh, everything looks like it's turned off. There's no signs of. I mean, there are signs of damage from asteroids, but also they're on the, uh, if you're looking at the image by point number four, there is a, uh, looks like a large explosive damage to the back of the station's top. Does it look like it it could have been done by weapons fire? Yeah. Okay. Most certainly. It's, the metal of the ship is kind of an off like I don't want to say green, but it's got a green tinge to it. This is kind of uh, typical. But uh, even with that, there are. Uh, it's I may be breaking physics when I say this, but there at least are some forms of like when you get around the edges of like where stuff has been ripped apart. It looks like scorch marks of sorts. It's 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 not like you hit it with a blunt object, so to speak. Although asteroids and other debris, you know, would dent stuff here. This is. They're plasma burns. Yeah. The equivalent of, like, the difference between poking a needle through something and throwing a rock through it. Kind of deal. Uh, it's rotating on its own axis. I mentioned beforehand it was rotating, but as you kind of fly around, you're timing that it makes every two minutes it makes a complete rotation. You do see four visible airlocks 
uh, two of them are just completely covered with that biomass. It's um, just very clumped in there. Doesn't look like you could get a good dock there, even if you wanted to. One of the other ones, you actually notice, uh, say, in your sensor sweep still going, you notice that there is the Shazam. It, ta- it, you know, it tagged, shows up as a Shazam. But you see it's powered, it's powered down. No, no electricity, I mean, no energy going through it. And it's also starting to, it's also covered with that biomatter. Not as much as, like, say, the other docks, but it is definitely accumulated quite a bit of it there. Um, so that's what you guys get right there. So you had the name of the ship. Um, well, shit. Um, um, is there is there any docks that don't have that map biomass on there? I'm glad you said that. I am so glad you said that because I forgot to mention that there is one that does appear to be completely open. It is uh, the map that I gave you is numbered. I believe that it is uh, at uh, seven. So right, just right in the center of everything. It's like Kentucky. It's far enough from everything, but you can get the stuff. (laughs) So, Captain, um, I I do see an entrance. It's just there. I just kind of like point towards the center of the mass. Says, well, looks like we're gonna have to go. Looks like we're gonna have to go in. Um Ruya. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Ruya, get uh prep your prep your suits. Prep the suits. Um we might need them. And prep any um uh preps make sure we do a a complete security check on this one. I'd say that was a good idea. Okay. Can we swing in close and check out this uh, airlock and confirm that there's no damage there or whether it, there's any appearances of any sh- other ships that might have docked recently? Yeah, I'll do another sweep uh, somewhat more cautiously as I idle up to the uh, center airlock. It's rotating. You're rotating. Make another pass. You're starting to go in closer. It's As you get closer to the dock, there's no way really to avoid the uh, biomass it like, hits the windshield, so to speak, for lack of a better better word for it, kind of blows off. You see a little bit kind of caking on the front of the ship, but it's not exceedingly dense, and it's not like you know hitting anything too bad. What you do notice, though, as you get closer and closer in, the, the airlock totally open. Everything from your end looks like it's mechanically sound. But as you get closer, you can see more of that uh, growth. I mean, the ship, was, the station was green anyway to begin with. Uh, but as you get in, you're noticing uh, more of the material on the outer part of the station. And it looks like splotches of purple mix of it, like, like flowers. It's, it's, it's strange. Uh, if any of you all have any, well. We should spacewalk in. We should not dock. That's well, actually part of your two options. So you can dock or you can spacewalk in. Spacewalk in requires, unfortunately, no. Uh, let me double check and see what it got. Uh, let me look at the material. I'm wanting to look at the material. Okay, hyper rope. Exoshell. Um, 
one of the other characters had uh, Zeb, Zebo, which I'll let you just use as inventory. That's no problem. Uh, Zebo has a hyper rope. If you want to use it, it gives, um, I think it's just, let me double check the check that you need to make here, but I think you're going to need to make like a dexterity check. So whoever's got high dex would probably be the, be, be the best person. So more or less, you're going to, <laughs> it's not described particularly, but the way, the way that I'm seeing the, uh, the hyper rope is, a th- well, it sits in cre- a thin, incredibly strong uh, ropes, about 50 meters long, can be fastened to materials, cannot be climbed without sufficient hand and foot grips, r- rope cuts like a knife. I'll say that your, gl- your exosuits have the stuff where you can climb it. So, yeah, I'll say that if you want to do a spacewalk, you can just launch yourself out. And uh, try to dock onto the side of the airlock. All right. Then... So, um, in that case, what is everyone's agility? Mine is four. Five. Four. It looks okay. like. Uh, Roya, I think you'd probably be the smartest person to hold us all down. That should be no problem. Roya, when you make this dexterity check, I want you to give yourself a plus one. So I had an extra die for with the help of the hyper rope. So, oops. <laughs> well, what's time? Let's let's talk about mechanics real quick here. So right now, failed row. But would you like to pray to the icons? Like, would you? What are the advantages the, and disadvantages of that? You give me interesting points to make narrative decisions throughout the course of the game. It's a currency that I use to make things happen. So it's kind of. Makes things interesting, and you it buys you a free reroll. So the gods bless you, but I'm playing the outer darkness and everything else. So what's the points called in Nice Black Asians? Will that? Uh, oh, I don't know, remember, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. And Soteris uses it as well, but it's just it's essentially that's the currency that I use to make stuff. So it's average. In, it's, average. it's this is this is an encouraged thing. I got, yeah. got a whole list of things I can make happen. So we, I will definitely pray to the judge that we right. that I cast this rope appropriately, so we won't have to dock our ship and risk it. Now, it's whatever if, this creeping mass is, if you will look where your row popped up beneath it, you'll see "Pray to the Icons." You click that, right. and it automatically give me the point. Yeah. Whoa! There we go. Nice. Better. You know, with four successes, this was four successes, correct? Yeah. Yeah. With four successes, you jump. I don't think that I would jump out in space without like some kind of little booster system built in. You like don't do a if... cowboy bebop whip shit. <laughs> you know, if if on the Martian we could sit there and poke a hole in your suit and blow you across whatever, then why can't we do it in this super future realistic world? You start noticing, and you just make a few quick adjustments to your, your boost jets, and you correct you. Correct. Uh, I mean, you have a correct trajectory. Land at the airlock. You secure it. And I'll say with all those successes that you've done such a good job. If everybody takes their time, they can shimmy across it with their exosuits. And uh, yeah, they can make it in. No problem. I hate this. 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 So yeah, so thank you. That was cool. I've been looking forward to getting my first uh, 
points. I was, part of me was like, all right, guys, let's roll for everything so I can generate a large pool to fuck with you. But that would be just, you know, wouldn't be great. So how about this? Uh, do you all, have you all decided who all's going? I assume all players want to go unless uh, Nemo wants to stay in the ship for some reason or Nemo can go across. I was going to say we could for um, uh, ease of ease of play. Um, there's the 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 fifth uh, PC character that could just be an NPC Zebo who is told to stay behind and monitor the ships and our yeah. progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always someone on the ship. You got you got space Wi-Fi too. So I mean, you're always connect- you- yeah. <laughs> Would that be sci-fi? Would be sci-fi shit. <laughs> It would be sci-fi. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like that's that's totally fine. And you know, with uh, rudimentary piloting, like even Zebo can you know mm-hmm. maneuver things around. Now, daring maneuvers, you know, not a top fighter pilot, anything like that. But you know, Zebo can put it in drive and <laughs> pull the car up, so to speak. I mean, he just says to he just says to make sure that the autopilot is running. You yeah. know, uh, he, his main job is just he's kind of you all got remember that thing's rotating, so that's going to be a nice little spinny top thing that would eventually, if you have it anchored to the ship, uh, then it, then it's eventually going to you know pull you all or snap the line and all that. So I while mean, you're you inside, yeah, well, he, it's synchronized where the ship's also matching the rotation. So you know, you have a way out. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Zebo. Right, no sure problem. <laughs> so, am I safe in assuming everybody crosses? Yep. Yeah, I presume so. Okay. So, as uh, you ma- we're we're armed, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You, in your uh, under your items, and this is actually a good time for me to mention this stuff too. I did include, like, I'm looking at your character oh, sheet yeah. right now. Uh, your ca- items. Sorry, I just realized I can do that. That's great. Sorry. Really like this. I, I had to manually put all that shit in there. So you know, by the way, by manually put it in there, I draped and dra- I dragged stuff over to the character sheet. So it, it was grueling. Will I really got to say? Uh, it's so you've got your stats for your armor. <clears throat> Most people just had the exo shell. Uh, you got personal communicators. Some of you. Uh, I do want to mention that um, the weapons. Some of them add like you know you got your damage. Like how many dice it takes to actually have a crit. So, for example, Joe's character, Roya, has a Dura knife. So, you know, one, one six is a crit. So, you know, multiple, like, that's kind of the threshold to where you can start adding <clears throat> the additional damages or benefits of having a crit. But some of the weapons also add, like, a plus one to the initiative. So if you had the knife, you're a little bit quicker. Kind of, you, you, you all can see that. And if there's any questions as it comes up... Uh, we can consult the rules together because we're learning. I have a quick but, question. Yeah, go ahead. I noticed some of the items say heavy um, and tiny. Uh, is there like a limit of like the number of items that are labeled certain things that you can have um, have uh, basically equipped? If you look at the, the character sheet, I had that question when I went through. And the one that really came out was your character, uh, Amada. You, uh, or Monta, she, she has the um, uh, see, portable lab. Yeah, yeah, the portable lab. If it's on the character, if it was on the pre-gen character sheet, I threw it. And despite the fact that it's saying heavy for the point of this play, 
if it's on a character sheet as written by the people, I'm going to let you have it. In my mind, you're basically walking around with a Blackstone grill strapped to your back. Fantastic. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping. I love that idea. So, yeah, you, you got a little bit of weight to it, but like, don't worry about encumbrance. It's uh... Y'all want some propane? <laughs> Sweet. Um, so, the airlock, there's an outer entrance, like, you know, method. Go ahead. Queue up to commands. Opens up just like it normally would. There's no security set up to it. I mean, it's a space station in the middle of nowhere that apparently has... Uh, you had well. You saw no record of it from anywhere. No one mentioned anything to you. You're looking for the. Uh, I almost want to say Shazam, but yeah, you were looking for the other ship. I'm You're gonna call it Shazam. Captain Marvel. I, I'm just gonna call it Shazam. <laughs> Fuck it. I, like I'm gonna lean into it. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, so you enter the airlock and close the outer hatch behind you. I'm gonna take route. point. Okay. You're leaning up zero G or is it like artificial gravity? Actually, you have gravity in here. Yeah. The uh, spaceship, the uh, station is rotating. Yeah. We did. We did detect gravity on it. Cause yeah, from the rotations, it's probably like microgravity, but yeah. 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 It's it's not, it's not full earth gravity by any standards. Of course, or earth isn't the standard anymore. Uh, The beams of your suit headlights, you know, or headlamps, if you want to call them, or whatnot, illuminate the darkness inside the airlock, dust, nothing else, just dust and the dark particles of like if you ever have y'all ever been like around trees when they're pollinating, like I for example, I was oh, driving yeah. down a road like That's I was driving wood. By, Yeah. Mm. Well, cedar did. I thought I thought something was on fire this week when I was driving down a road, and the wind caught a cedar tree and just blew a bunch of pollen. It, there's this thick. I mean, it's, there's dust in there. Don't get me wrong, but there's there's something else kind of mingling in with it. These dark particles. The door leading out of the airlock. There's there's old symbols on it. Uh, of the door of the station. You notice that there is a helmet uh, resting on the floor, and. Uh, Honestly, the only si- the only sounds that you all are hearing right now is either the footsteps that you're taking as you're looking around, or your own breathing through the respirators. Uh, you're gonna see. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'd go ahead and take over. I uh, just like kind of get in close to Ruya. I'm like, hey, lead the way. Right. Well, let's proceed. Don't forget to check your corners. We don't know what's on here. Um, your life is worth more than uh, 10,000 split among the, what, five of us? So, and I'm going to proceed down the, down the hallway. It's just a lock. little hallway, then you come up to a large blast doors. There's a. Uh, so, I mean. Is there an easy the, way to open them? Like, just. Oh, to, yeah. Okay, I'm going to. Yeah, step to the side and open them up and see what we got inside. Okay. You do notice that uh, there's a couple gauges by the actual, as you're getting ready to go through the blast doors into the main body of the ship, there's some instructions that was written in, written in Odar, which is the language in this neck of the woods. Uh, okay. I said there was a helmet there. 
Uh, there's the indicators that you do have is that the oxygen levels, there's kind of a readout there. So, you know, people stepping in the ship, the oxygen levels on the station are slightly thinner than optimal, but uh, technically this is uh, breathable. All right. So. Um, I mean, if it's the readout says uh, it's breathable oxygen, but I recommend maintaining seal on your exosuits. We don't know what's in here. I mean, there's something, there's some life growing on the outside of the station in space and and suggests it can survive in uh, harsh environments. We don't want to be exposed to it if we can avoid it. Probably a bad sign. Probably the helmet on the floor to see if there's any uh, evidence of the growth or uh, damage. So I'm going to use that. Corey is kind of the transition point to the next scene anyway, so that works out fine. So, as mentioned beforehand, by the way, I just want to be your friendly reminder that only one person has mentioned that they're actually packing stuff right now, so you... <laughs> uh, just, uh, yeah, I will. I, I have my pistol, but it's like... Yeah, so it's easily, like, you know, if it's our character side, yeah, I'm not going to be a dick Apparent- and say, well, that's your action. Apparently, I have something called a Vulcan Cricket. What? That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I, a wallop. It really does. I, I presume it's like a uh, a Derringer style gun. I think it had like a slow oh, rate nice. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But as uh, the doors open, blast doors open. Uh, you see an along corridor. The air is um, warm. Like, you can kind of tell just by, like, you just came out of the code vacuum of space, and now you're stepping in and not exactly fogging up, though you do kind of have that haze that's in the air right now, but it's, you start seeing condensation kind of pop up on your uh, helmets a bit. Uh, oh, wow, Captain, it's practically tropical in here. <laughs> but the first step that Roya makes... There's a crunching sound under her boot. Uh, Nima, when you, you hear that, she steps forward, like eyes on the prize. Nothing on the ground really caught her attention. But, you know, you hear the crunching. You look down, your, lights, uh, your light shines on the floor to reveal a, something that you have never seen. The ground is covered in dark vines and a gnarly weed. Like the entire corridor... As now that you're looking around, like again, there's that light haze going on in here. Uh, the ground is uh, covered with what would be comparable to what those of us in the South have know as kudzu. Great. Oh, so we just have to light the entire space station on fire then. And get go- space goats. That's what you need, Chris. Space goats. <laughs> space goats. Um, could I? Uh, after he, I, since I see more of this. Um, could I, uh, like, take a cutting and, like, put a sample in my, like, I'm sure with my, like, little lab item, uh, I have, like, containers seal containers that can seal it in? Yeah, you, you have that if you wanted to go ahead and run science. Yeah, you can break out the space blackstone real quick. Yeah, I'll totally do that. I would, while, while, you're, while you're doing that, to just to kind of return to Nima real quick here, uh... Nima, you don't have observation. I'm kind of glancing at your character sheet, though I would um, I'm trying to see what would be 
you know what? Like, I'm, I was looking at the four main stats, strength, agility, wits, and uh, empathy. I'm trying to think, what Will, what would go good with that uh, observation? That looks like that would be wits, possibly. I believe, it, yeah, wits. It goes with wits. Yeah, roll me a 3D6 there, Nima. Not a... No. If anyone else wants to look around while uh, Nima's doing... Uh, Nima's looking, it's... Look, it's 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 tough. You kind of got your obviously whatever item weapon item you have. Looks like you pro- Ooh, the hand jet would have really came in handy for crossing that thing. Uh, you take your pistol, kind of poke the, the cable came out, and I was like, "Well, if they get lost, I'll sing." <laughs> <laughs> you could rocketeer after them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. I'm anybody just... else want to make observation rolls? I'm fairly observant. I can do that. That's probably a good idea. Um, I will make my science roll since that's kind of what I'm doing at this moment. Nope. Nope. Dark in here is a lot of vines. It's like two sixes. Two successes there. Yeah. Um, for for basically collecting my sample of four. Oh, it didn't roll. Analyzing anything. Collecting it like just precursory, you got your gloves on. It's going through extra precautions. You've even got your instruments to wear. What was that for? Oh, that that was me rolling my own observation roll. I just realized it didn't go go through for okay. me. Okay, I'll, I'll go to you in a second. Yeah. Uh, it's indeed biological from everything you can tell. it's uh, The vines are pretty tough and pretty resistant, obviously. Like, if uh, you haven't seen plants grow in space like yeah, this, obviously. Like that's, that's why she's taking a sample. And offhand, you would have to really, you know, break it down and see what you have here, but from your limited knowledge, this doesn't match anything that you've ever seen in space. Or not space, but any other plant in in general. It's uh it'd be interesting to look it up later. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, she like makes sure to put it in like um as you know, like puts it in like a vial, like shakes it like for a solution to like dissolve it so she can examine it later and then puts it in her pack. Um so you're breaking down, so it's like it's a yeah. smoked core. Mm-hmm. It'll like slowly dissolve by the time she's ready to like look at it later. So, okay. Well, um, how do you pronounce your character? Sam Samuel Samio Samio. Sorry, should really learn that. While everyone's sure. peek, peeking around, learning, Roy is sitting on point, just staring down the corridor. You're kind of kicking around. You're it's such bullshit. Fucking easy payday. Not an easy payday. And that's when you kind of kick around toward the edge of the hall, like near a wall. And you do notice uh, you see something partly hidden beneath uh, the growth. Hello. What's this? It's, it's kind of white. Definitely sticks out from it. Looks like some kind of cloth or material of some sort. Hey, uh, Roya, Nima. Yeah. C- come, come take a look at this. All right. Uh, it's, it's still got some growth over it. You all are going to have to kick back some of the uh, stuff to see what it is or take a, <laughs> take a Dura knife and fish it out yeah, or gonna, whatnot. I'm going to slash through with a Dura knife. A quick slash, and then you kind of hook underneath of it, and you raise it up, and it's a club. It's uh, part of the material. Looks like it's part of a part of an exosuit um just it's kind of hanging 
looks like a glove just around the room. Yep, yeah, just by itself. But as you're kind of raising it up eye level, uh, you see that a desiccated uh, hand just kind of where you, the blade was actually kind of pinching into the material of the glove. It kind of anchored it, and this hand just kind of falls back into the uh, back into the vines. Oh, oh my god! Well, there's one corpse here anyway. You know, we were making milk runs, and it wasn't as lucrative, but uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, we could just quit. <laughs> Tell them, uh, hey, we got the ship, but uh, station is abandoned. You want to give us anything for that? The Foundation won't buy that. Trust and me. Just bounce. I mean, we, do, we don't have to take their money. We could just say, yeah, uh, we showed up. This is a situation. We're not really well equipped for this. Find somebody else. That's the one good thing about you know, freelance work is you you don't gotta do it. But aren't aren't you curious? No. No, I'm sorry, but, I'm not. But, but, <laughs> but for real, like not even slightly? No. No. Space vines, that's that's told me all I need to see. Nima, there's there's, yeah, there's, there's, an there's no poetry in your soul. Alright. There's I mean if we're gonna do it. We're talking we're talking 20, if we we find this guy, we're talking twenty thousand beer. So we can, the, yeah, this is weird. This is completely strange. But I mean, this obviously they were attacked. Like they must have had some sample in here, and they were attacked by pirates or something. And it like th- this was obviously like. Somebody committed violence here. So obviously or they had poor lab control and uh, whatever the sample was escaped. I mean, says says yeah that. But you saw the uh, you saw the exterior. Like these plants didn't do that. Well, it could have been a reaction of the crew to the uh, escape of the plants. Perhaps they did it to themselves. It looked very aged. What What but, do you think, Mima? It's a lot of beer. But if we need to go. I'll get us out of here. Don't worry. Don't worry, Nima. We've, we, we're good. I will, when we do have to go, I have every confidence that we'll all get out of here just fine. Your comm lights are lighting up, Doctor. Like, communication. From, from the ship, yep. From the ship. You're, you're being hailed by Zeb. Uh, yes, this is Zeb. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm just sitting here kind of killing time. This thing's on autopilot going around the ship. Nothing you'd report here, but I did do a quick database search on uh, the station. It, apparently, the Royal Debaran Institute of uh, Astronomic Research Station number 18 was is about 146 years old and was reported lost, all hands on deck, gone, during the last stages of the Portal Wars about 101 years ago. Shit. Apparently it was the damage of, looks more recent than that? To the glove, yes. To the ship, no. I mean, it's even the parts that were exposed, and it's it's a large uh you know, large back area on that image that I showed you there anyway. Like it's it, you could definitely tell explosion and whatnot, and it blew out and all that with you know, force of <laughs> a whole breach and all that on top of it, but it's even that area is uh well grown over. And, uh, yeah, it appears to have happened a long time ago. So if you were drawing any conclusions, you would say that that damage was done, you know, a long, long time ago. Yeah. She the finder's fee on this thing. 
the research stage. Uh, apparently, this thing was uh, this station was out here doing uh, some kind of uh, research program as directed by the last Emir of Yahana on Dabarn, which is the ruler. Uh, Were they known as, for biological weapons? No. Not particularly. The Dabarns were peaceful, and for mainly the most part of the the Portal Wars, wars they remained out of the, the conflict. It was just toward the end that a, a rogue fleet went in and attacked the Dabarns, and this is apparently one of the casualties. That was like the fact that is you're that you're seeing this this thing here is amazing in and of itself. Uh, it was reported gone. I have managed to uh, look up just a general floor plan of these uh, of this station here. I don't have no more than just basic a basic schematic is super old, whatnot, out of character. I would rather not refer to numbers, and this stuff is easily accessible. So I will show you the rest of the map that I did not paint over with black paint, and uh, so to kind of give you all an idea. So. These uh, the numbers. Uh, I mean, you're you were starting at seven, which is you know a little maybe thirty percent, you know, from the bottom or whatnot. Uh, you're at seven. Uh, you can go to six, or you can pick any any of these particular uh, locations that you want. But yeah, you have a Zebo has managed to pull up a rough floor plan. Nothing more. Is the airlock that we found the the Shazam on? Was it's that two. Um, it's, it's two. two? Okay, yeah. so we need to get there. Yeah. Um, okay. So at least maybe at least we should, at least we should stay mission focused. If our what we're hired to do is find this scientist and his ship, let's just do that. Oh, um, if we go to the, the macro center. Like if we get to like an array, I I should be able to patch into the ship and then help help out that way. I think that's a great idea. Uh, there's probably a shaft or something that could take us up to the um, uh, up to the the airlock. And let's make sure we stay together. Can you give me a uh, everybody? So you're in here looking at everything through headlamps. Essentially, very speak creepy. Very, you know, aliens going into the space jockey ship, kind of. Lighting. <clears throat> I just want to ask for just a straight uh, well, wits observation. We'll just make it wits observation. If any of you all, this is my ideal check. Okay. Nothing. Uh, any modifiers or anything? No, I'm just doing base. Hell yeah, three successes. None. That's, that's right. a critical that's, success, apparently. Somebody got to Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I wonder, now I know that this is just a random algorithm that generates these numbers, but I noticed when Chris rolled his dice on there, it bounced off of where Corey rolled his dice. And I wonder, that, if had, I wonder if had program to actually modify it. That's a, that, that would be wild. That would be, I would be very appreciative of that. Cool, but unlikely. Here's what you got. If you're wanting to patch in there, there's, it's a sensor suite, uh, Relate, uh, the information from that revealed there's low level power running on here. You would need to get to uh, see the engineering section if you wanted to actually access that. So while your objective is, you know, up, you would actually like there's stairways and stuff like that going down. Anyway, you would actually 
be better served if to to access that if you had full power. And you uh, checked Captain, out. if I may, you may. I think we should we should uh, get down to engineering first and try to like power up the system, the ship. Like I, I'm only going to have limited access to the uh, the air to uh, the sensors when they're running on this level, this power. I agree. If we get power, we'll be able to access. Yeah, we if we get this bucket up and running, at least minimally, it'll make a. Uh, that sounds like a classic on. mission creep. Sorry, Roya, but. I think it's what would help. All right, that's well. I would rather I would rather us be able to do this not in the dark, with just our headlamps. And if we turn it on, and our quarry is here, we'll get his attention. And hey, if there's an evil monster, it'll eat us. It'll eat us faster. Win-win. I'll take a uh, well space forest over a dark, foggy space forest. Well, then let's get do that first, at least. <laughs> so, Joe is just you, deeply unimpressed by everyone. <laughs> she's been around. in the shit. <laughs> this something I do want to point out, I don't know if you all noticed this uh, in your bio and the notes and all that, and this is something that's pretty much built into every Free League game, is you do have... Uh, relationships are kind of listed there so um i've been trying to play to those as well yeah yeah that's there's like samio is making the suggestions if it was somebody else (laughs) pardon me ria would probably object more strongly rather than i don't think that's a good idea Mm -hmm. i didn't do a good job of explaining that earlier do apologize but yeah it's just kind of even on Tales from the Loop and all that, you kind of relationships filter in uh, very heavily. All, all right. mine are pretty uh, well-rounded, but uh, the Amon, the Samo Amon is, you do not like him, which is pretty, pretty blunt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the way I'm playing the character, that's very fair. <laughs> I am not trustworthy. <laughs> Make your way down a couple of flights of stairs. Uh, as you keep going further down the corridors, it... It's everything's become more compact. It's like uh, the 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 higher ceilings are kind of getting lower, and part of that may be just that there's like above you is there's all kinds of pipes and panelings and and wiring that's above you. Uh, the growth here is I wouldn't say it's thicker as much. I mean, is there some on the wall? There's some above you that has uh, kind of snaked its way through the. Um, the pipes and whatnot above you as I gesture with my hand, like you can see me. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of a labyrinth going down as, as corners you're making. And, uh, I would like to hold on one second. I would like to, you all to give me an observation row, which, uh, which do observation wits. And that's going to be at a negative two so, uh, with everything going on. So, so observation with a negative two. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That's harsh. Yeah, wow. that's gonna make it basically impossible for all of us. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a hard check. Of course, you could always just give me more currency to screw you with. I only got one right now. I'm gonna uh, yeah. the icons. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, Why not? Uh, the dancer has betrayed me. As she often does. Uh, uh, the messenger is all for it, though. It's like, hold on, I have to be really observant. Where are you looking? 
Um, where should I be looking, game master? So, I mean, I mean, you got options. You got yeah. in front of you. You got above you. Just give me one. Uh, I'll say I'm looking above us. Okay. So as you're making your way down, again, kind of setting the scene here, somewhat cramped, tight, narrow hallway. I mean, wide enough for Roya to you know swing her carbine or carbine, however you want to pronounce that. I think carbine sounds better than carbine because it sounds like carbiner. But this is not a semantics podcast. Um, if only it, it's it's definitely yeah. not a se- semantics podcast. <laughs> you you just happen. I mean, you you look up, and as you, as the light as the light shines up, it's it's like that scene in Aliens where the Space Marines are walking into the reactor, and they're walking around, and it's all around us, kind of scene. And they're like, "I don't see shit," and then you see the the you know scenery move, so to speak, in the Alien. But as you're looking up. You're just kind of walking, glancing up nervously. When you glance up again, you see uh, a face, black eyes, like a cold black, like it's human face, cold black eyes just staring straight at you from above. And then when you, uh, like, what do you do? Like, you look up you and you see a person there. They blink. Oh, my God. And I slap Roya as hard as I can in the chest and just point. Without looking away, a gun swivels up. You see, you hear, you see movement, but you you more hear scurrying as something's climbing uh, down the pipes. It's getting away. away from, Should yeah. I shoot it? Well, you're off call. Oh. Are you asking me? Because I'm just yes. All right, open fire. So, given the modifications after we consulted the rule book there, Joe, why don't you go ahead and make your roll? Okay. Wow. Damn. We're going to pray to the icons. Yeah, definitely pray there. Good job, Joe. Hey, a limited success. Limited success. What is the uh, damage on that weapon? Let me look real quick. Um, looks like it's three damage. Hold on one second. As I toggle, toggle through my NPCs. What the fuck do you mark hit points on this goddamn thing? That's what I was looking at. Have you all seen that? Yeah, I've got... A, the, the, I, at least, I don't know how the NPCs work, but there's, like, the things on the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, like, the left-hand column. Oh, hit yeah. points. I got this you. This is straight up confusing to me. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's learning. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so, nice short burst. Bullets uh, ping off of uh, the pipes as you kind of follow it down. Da, 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 da. And yeah, you definitely wing it as it uh, it, it keeps going. And you, uh, you're you getting ready to uh, kind of go ahead of it. You know, you, you see where it's going. You're going to lead the shot, kind of wait for it to kind of go into. Your training is kicking back in. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend a darkness point. No, oh, great. All right, no. so removing a darkness point. All right, just kind of look. All right, it, now I'm down to three. By the way, if you if it, since it's not really telling you guys how much I have, just ask me if it's uh, an issue. So, as you're you know lining up the shot, you were leading this. Uh, everybody, like when you started firing, people are ducking, and you know, despite the fact that you're not using like a traditional, hey, 
this has got bullets and gunpowder and all that. I mean, it's still loud noises that you're you're making there. And that's why you didn't hear the step come up behind you. And then you feel an arm go around your chest and you feel something like thunk against the side of your helmet. Uh-oh. Stop. Does somebody say stop? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, then I, I, I was in then character. I, I stop because it seems like uh, they got the jump on me. When you all, Joe, uh, or excuse me, uh, God, hold on, cooking yeah. off my characters. Uh, he Ruya. obviously can't turn. Uh, Roya can obviously can't turn around. As you all turn around, I, I definitely, yeah, turn around. Look, I've drawn my weapon at this point because mm-hmm. live fire. All right, you, you see a, you see a, a figure, you know, in an exosuit. There's a Vulcan pistol pressed to the side of uh, Roya's head, and. Uh, here you go. Look, look, you got to believe me. And she, uh, who the fuck? We're are all you? in danger here. As she holds a gun. To Obviously, no shits. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck am I? I'm Amiria of uh, the Shamza. Not Shazam, but though commonly misconnected. <laughs> who the fuck are you? We're the people that were. Uh, is this the. Is this. Is this the person, the... uh, Amira wasn't the name that you were given. The name that you were giving for the the doctor was Siyab. Yeah, Siyab. I'm not going to bother pronouncing the last name. Siyab. Now, like, we're in a a tense situation here. Um, You all play it out how you want. You're here to rescue me. Well, fine. And she, but she's still kind of holding the gun there. Like, okay. How do I know that? How do I know that you're uh, you're who you say you are? We haven't even said who we are. You said rescue. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. are a crew that was hired by the foundation to come out to this spot, get you and your ship, and we get twenty grand. Oh, we get the ship, and we get twenty grand. We get we get the oh, researcher. Well. We we get the ship. We get ten grand. We find out what happened to you. We get ten grand. We get twenty if we get you and your researcher back. Oh, okay. All right, everyone. I think we need to all just calm down here. I'm pretty calm. Well, yeah, no, Roya, you're always really. I I appreciate that about you, but you're not the one holding a gun to somebody's head. So. So, uh, what was her name again? Amira. 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 Amira, please understand that. We're just here to help. Like, we're not... This stuff is spooky. I get that. Um, And I appreciate that you've been here for a while, but we're completely outside the context here. We just want to help you, and it doesn't help if you put a gun to my my good colleague's head there. And I'm going to say that's my uh, manipulation role. Empathy manipulation. And, uh, yeah, go for it. Nice. Two successes. She, in a, I wouldn't say sudden moment, but it, like real fast, but the the arm restraining and the uh, goes away and the gun goes away and she takes two quick steps back. Thank you. I lower, I, I lower my pistol to the ground, but I'm still like clutching the, the trigger on it. Can we all just put our I'm guns fine. away, everyone, please? I'm keeping my gun out because I don't know what that thing was. I yeah, there's something in the I ceiling. 
But Amira, could you be? Could you at least be so kind as to holster your gun? You, you, you scared us a little bit here. It's a show of good faith. She, she, she holds her pistol. I've been here for weeks, guys. I'm sorry. I'm on edge. Uh, we, thank you. We, we arrived here and saw all that shit outside. We saw the shit in here. We started. The, the professor wanted to. Like you know, we went up here. Like we were chartered to take him up here because this was going to be a great find, and the the foundation was totally like supporting him on this. And I mean, some of the tech on this ship, despite it being a hundred and forty, uh, the station, despite it being you know over a hundred years old, like the fucking med bay is like. I mean, there's shit that they like. We have. He was so excited because there's things that has been lost with the war and. You know, we, we saw the growth and all, and that's okay. when I, I saw one of those things. And uh, So, just to confirm, Amira, you, you're you not original crew. Uh, I mean... Uh, I know it's a weird sh- question. Uh, the Shamsa. Yes, original okay. crew of the Shamsa, not, not the research station, no. Okay. All right, it's, so we're, we're here for the Shamsa, so I'm glad we found you. We need, to get out. we need to get out of this place. Where's the professor? I don't know. We we were up toward the... Hold on. Looking at my map. <laughs> we were up toward the biodome when uh, we encountered... Polly the, Shore. <laughs> no, it was the lesser Baldwin. <laughs> Polly Shore. Oh, shit. Get the, get the flamethrowers. <laughs> Got a Polly Shore joke to tell you later off mic. Well, it's not a joke. It's a true story. But um, it's not appropriate for this. <laughs> I have to put this at NC-17. <laughs> I got to think of the kids. Uh, look, look, we, when we were up there looking around, like, they're people, but they're, but they're, not, they're not people anymore. And I, one of them made a move, and I shot it. I killed it. And then that's when, that's when the vines rose up off the ground. And... Uh, like and then that's when the others came out of and attacked and I got separated. Um, I don't know where I don't know where the professor is. I like I haven't heard screams or shots for a while. I was just down in here in engineering trying to figure out how to blow this damn station. I mean, I don't give a, I don't care if it takes me out. This shit is an abomination. It, it grows everywhere. It's in those things. It's like. This has to be contained. Anyone else? Is it just you? I, I think she just said she doesn't know if it's just her at this point. Nima. Yeah. I'm Come sorry. on, keep up. There's a lot going on, man. <laughs> Look, like it's just like nothing. Nothing's worth it. Like, are you? I'm blowing this damn thing up. Are you all going to help me? Uh. Side <laughs> No empathy, Rojo. Roya does pick up on some stuff. Like this woman carries herself like a soldier. Yeah, you'd be well. You'd be willing to say exclusion there, like from from the classic, you know, disarming move that she did to the way right. even like that she's holding herself right now. Like this, this person has military training. What's your What was your unit? I was in a Shyam's Wrath Company. Mm. It got uh, enough for me. We should blow this place up. Uh, Captain says, um, 
I don't. This is uh, the, we're not blowing. This. Uh, we need to find a researcher, and we need to get out of here. You said you lost him at the biodome. Do you know anywhere we could weigh? We could. You've lost contact. You haven't heard anything from them. He no. was just hanging out with his buddy Weasel, smoking pot, <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> How are you? Uh, sorry, and let me get back in character. I'm trying to do horror, and we're making Polly Shore jokes, and now I'm just <laughs> let me pull the car back on the room. Yeah, <laughs> I just hit the rumble strip. All right, back over. Professor Buddy. All right, now, per- apparently the lineman in the car is off, Chris, because now I just went back off the road again. All right, analogy's <laughs> over. All right, I'm done. No, you're fine. It's, I'm I'm enjoying myself. I, I wouldn't want to do this. So I couldn't have fun. Look, uh, yeah. Look, it's it's pretty much a straight shot. Just keep following the stairs. They lead up everywhere. We can like go to the top. Look, I'll meet you halfway on this. If I help you, only up half the station. If I help you all find the professor, or find out what happened to him, will you all come back? Like, will you help me? That's that's a deal. I agree to that. We don't we don't need we don't need this ship intact. We just need to know what happened. Oh yeah, no, that's that that's definitely a great idea. Um, Captain, may I speak with you privately? He uh, goes over. We cannot make promises like this, Captain. Like, we we have a job here, and we should do the job. If we find his corpse, we find his corpse. But beyond that, we we should not make any other promises. Says, says, um, uh, listen. Have I ever steered, I, steered you wrong? Several times. <laughs> and all those times led to profit. Says, I'm uh, just saying. I'm just saying, Captain. We we shouldn't make promises that we can't keep. I understand, like the the moral reckoning you're coming with from here. But what if we have to leave and we can't blow up the station? Do you, do you want to live with that? The a broken promise. I can't live with <laughs> this whole thing being a you know complete oh. waste of our time and money, or if anything. Anything else happens. Captain, but we've already can... made our money. We found the Shamza. We're good. We're done. We can leave. Says, I'm with you, though. I we should would... move on. Our... But... The, the problem is, you're not seeing the bigger picture. The Shamza is covered in that stuff. They want us to tow it back. I'd like to figure out a way bleach that shit off of it. Because then we can get our money. I know the foundation. They're not going to give us they're not going to give it. They're not going to pay full price for a fancy story. They're going to want proof. They're going to want proof. They're going to, and that's the only way they they get results. That's very much not the case, Captain. But okay, I I I, I can tell that I'm not going to get to you from here. Hopefully, you'll you'll come to reason later. And I just kind of like pat you on the shoulder and walk away. Oh, that pisses her <laughs> off. <laughs> Rightly so. You like hit like right in her, uh, right in the background there. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm playing a snake. Yep. Rwana will remember this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the plan is, look, I don't. I'd blown this thing weeks ago if I could have. Like, uh, come here, and she starts walking further down the engineering. Do you follow? 
Yeah, that's where uh, I suggested we go before. It's where you were originally planning on going. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I assume, without even asking for confirmation, that Roya, while the gun is down, it's not off of uh, Roya's shoulder by any means. It's ready to be drawn, just in case. Uh, so you walk into the main uh, area here of engineering. The path leads into... It's, it's kind of an open area. It's a circular in design with uh, command, uh, workstations around the top perimeter, and then there's steps down to the bottom to more of a main work workstation area. There's control panels uh, glancing around with your familiarity. Uh, you do see that this is where you c- you control the power of the ship. Uh, there's gravity generators. You, you see that they're working. Uh, the lighting is off. And, uh, yeah, you... Uh, why don't you give me a data genro? Who's a... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, ca- I keep relying on Chris's car. I'm so glad you picked that one, by the way. That had the best data gen. Yeah, no, I, I guess that would be me. Three and data gen. Right, any of you come... I'm not, I'm not oh, a one-and-done guy. Yeah. I'd say Nima should do it. Like that's a six there. Yeah, it's just a uh, four for me. I think. Oh, uh, who wrote that one? I didn't see that the name. Nima. Okay. Uh, and by the way, Corey. Yep. Okay. Say so with both of you. Like, yeah, I'm all for. I'm not one and done in this here. I kind of t- take this more as a D and D approach, unless mm-hmm. a- action dictates otherwise. So, while you're looking around. Uh, Nima, you do see, uh, when the, is it Nima? Yeah, Nima, you do see, uh, the controls for lights. Uh, you kind of fiddle around with it, work with it. You kind of increase in the output from the generator. The lights don't go up to full capacity, but even in the room, it illuminates, uh, goes, I'd say like 65% of what it could do. So it's, it's kind of like in, you remember in school when you walked into a classroom, there's there's two light switches, but if only one of them's on, it's, you know, you can still see, but it's obviously not as bright kind of deal like that. So it's running with it now. Uh, Amin or Sam. Samio. Samio. I'm I just, I'm going to have to say these names over and over in my head. Samio. Looking at this here, you can tell that the generator while it's functioning, it has not been maintained. And the simple fact that it was like the power that has been used to keep the ship running and doing its rotation and you know, establishing gravity and all that has also had the dual purpose of kind of keeping things moving. So it's not like a motor that has seized or anything and you can't do anything with it. The fact that it's been running has been is saving grace to why you can even do anything with it right now. But you do not, like, it is short for this world, so to speak. It is uh, in pretty bad shape. You think that you could do a, a programming? You you think you, you could just basically f- put the engine, uh, the generator into overdrive, and it would cause a catastrophic failure and possibly destroy the entire um, station? That That does seem possible. Hey, um, um, uh, Nima, it's... Nima, come take a look at this. And I relay what I just learned from you, and I'm like, I, I, I'm not sure if that's a good idea or not. What do you think? If we can talk this, that might be a win-win. But they talked to uh, Shazam was talking about. I'm going to call Shazam too. Uh, 
the medical the medical wing if we could even just get copies of those files that'll sweeten our pot that way we make sure this doesn't get out we still get paid i actually like look at you a little impressed i'm like i didn't think i didn't expect you to think about it that way yeah okay um the question i was actually asking though is should we set this up so that it blows what do you think like even even if we manage to get away with everything we need on a timetable do you want to shorten it i think that's probably a good idea she go give me a uh just wits technology technology yeah technology just those of you who have wits or technology as you're kind of following along with this conversation like feel free yeah. to row in there but i mean i'm kind of looking for like an observation you kind of asked me uh about setting that up well you know what you know it uh with with of course you can always do, do, pay the piper i want to consider the deck hand because deck hand looks a clean ship and we're gonna destroy this one mm-hmm. any of your items uh oh go. got a success i got a one Got a one. Hey, a one's good enough for success in this. I, I, in the beginning, when I started playing Tales from the Loop, I abhor- I hated the system. And I don't know. I, it's it's really grown on me from playing an entire campaign within. And oh, but I, I like this. Uh, one success will accomplish. Uh, vampire uses like a sloppy success versus a, a total success, which I, yeah. I do. I think it's good for the narrative. What you guys have kind of, what you can gather from that is that it's it's going to be di- a difficult. This may take both of you all when you decide to do this, uh, if you want to make the reactor okay. just melt down. But it's, mechanically speaking, like when it goes, you're not going to have a, uh, like once you start this process, there's no turning back. Now, Mechanically, what that means for you is this, and I'll go ahead and tip my hand. The station will self-destruct in uh, D6 times 10 minutes is mechanically how it's built into it there. So whenever whenever you do this and you make this uh, technology check, we're gonna I'm I'm going to row a, a D6, and that's 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 how many minutes you got. So it's optimistically, you know, you could have an hour maybe if you time everything just right. But depending on the integrity of the system in and of itself, when things start breaking down, it's going to have a very large cascading effect going on, and it could snowball faster than you anticipate. So. This is why I want us to get the uh, sensor, the sensory suite online. Like, I can, like, get into that section, and at least we can have an idea of, like, how everything's going wrong. Roya? Oh, no, yeah, Roya, you, you've kind of been quiet during all this, kind of taking everything in. You care to, I mean, they're talking, you've only got one entry point into the place. And while there is some of that stuff in here, really the vines, when you, when you walked into uh, the room, they kind of, yeah, they're not really not in this room. Like the, the residue, the dust, the like pollen, if you will, is in here, but it's not. So you're, you know, you're kind of uh, caught between like just keeping a dead eye and then Look like you're standing at a workstation, looking down, kind of glancing around, maybe looking up as as this kind of drags on. You kind of take solace in the fact that Amira has just been focused on that door. You don't know quite your feelings about her. You can kind of, well, the fact that you took her uh, 
took her uh, statement of her origin as at face value, and you recognize military training. It kind of it's kind of relieving in a way. Yes. So w- with that being that it, what it is, why don't you just give me a a uh, wits observation row? Just kind of glancing around the room. They're all looking at technology. Come on. All right. I'm going to pray to the icons. Boy, I've been uh, rolling poorly tonight. Hey, a success. Looking down. Kind of. At one point, you even pull out a seat and kind of sit down. Right. Got your (laughs) elbow resting on the table, carving trained on the door. Kind of glance down, and you notice something sticking out of a desk, like a lanyard. It's uh, oh shit! Looks like a lanyard. What? Adam Limehouse is lanyard. Oh, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) Thought he was a muppet. Uh, I will uh, pick it up gingerly. You pull it the the lanyard. You grab the the drawer, and you kind of got the lanyard in your hand, and it, it honestly the the cloth material just disintegrates upon contact you, but you pull it open and you find a key card. Okay. I have found a key card. Does it say anything on it that I can read? Or it is just it just ha- blank? It just has the logo, the same logo you've seen on everything else. It's it's kind right. of, this was, uh, there may have been like a hundred people on, on this ship at one point in time. And uh, with that, it, it is, though it's like even a hundred people, this far from anywhere and stuff like that. This is kind of a, this was a family. This was a, a community kind of living here. So with them being researchers, you know, you haven't really noticed anything weapony. You don't see like security protocols and other stuff like that. So yeah, it's that it's a key to something. It's key could be a key to everything, whatnot, but it, it, it'll give you clearance uh, with favorite, with the lights all being up. And with your success, so um, yeah, that's that's what you get. You find uh, you find a key card. I hope it's worth the the darkness point. I hope you're like, God damn it, Adam! You just get... <laughs> I'm playing Resident Evil now. Now I'm gonna have to push the statue and put the gems in it. And you know. God damn it, we need the rooster crescent. <laughs> Do you need this key card? Do I? <laughs> Would it you help? I don't know. Yeah, I'm asking out loud. Oh. Would this help? Who was in a drawer nearby? No? Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> let's keep that um, close by. Um, so you this, you, uh, Adam, you mentioned that there is no plant growth in here. Yeah. Maybe uh, there's a radiation leak. Yeah, I. that's kind of maybe what I'm thinking. Um, I wanted, would that be like science to do like a full scan of this room? I can do. You guys got uh, somebody, at least one person probably has a scanner in their items. Yeah, uh, proximity sensor and like. I uh, sure don't. I mean, yeah, it would be a science, uh, you know, science wits. And if you had an, an item, it would add a benefit to it, such as, uh, you know. I know Zabo had that. I, I don't keep. I, I hate. Yeah, to keep. I do have, yeah. My 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 lab has sensors, so it comes with biological radiation chem and spectral sensors on it. Oh, uh, so you just have your lab up your ass? Basically, um, would that be able to be used to to sort of? Yeah, I mean, I, 
it, it just yeah. takes a matter of minutes. Uh, yeah. Just to... I'm going to do that. Guys, I would like to uh, interrupt you real quick to brag about my oldest daughter. My wife just handed me her report card. And my daughter, who um, at one point in time was had, had like a, a D her first uh, nine weeks as uh, in one of her classes, now has all A's and B's. It's on honor roll. I'm, I'm a proud dad. Just Aww, good oh, for really that. good. That's awesome. good news. Yeah. So, good job, kiddo. <laughs> and now back to the Cosmic Horror. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead and set that up and make that roll if you haven't already. I kind of got. Oh, my God. What I am praying to the icons. That's ridiculous. Ah, okay. With that, okay. With that, what you're picking up is this like something in the air, more biological, or as was kind of mentioned, not a big surprise with it there. You're not picking up anything. And that's when you really start looking around the room. And this room is missing one thing that pretty much everywhere else had except, you know, a couple of the blind corridors that you went through. And that's windows. There is no windows in this room. No view of the outside. Uh, maybe it only grows, grows on solar radiation? Or s- cosmic Poss- radiation? Background radiation? Possibly. It's, it's kind I, mean, of- I don't know anything about science. I shoot things for a living. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it not re- there is no leak in the area. Everything's at acceptable levels. Just uh, yeah, you don't see any uh, any windows. So, hmm, I'm sure that won't come back to do anything. It's probably <laughs> fine. So, where do you all want to go next? So, like, just to recap everything that we have gotten so far. So, you've encountered a survivor. And uh, we went down to engineering. You have established power. You've also encountered a uh, unknown a entity and a thing. And we put hose in things around here. So we we put hose in thing. And uh, you have the schematic that Zebo supplied to you. So you could either any of these locations. Now we know that the professor is not, you know, is six or seven. So not at the airlock was not at the um, engineering engineering uh, I, I would even I would even take ideal rows if, if we're if we're kind of at a loss unless somebody has suggestions I do um, okay. I suggest we try to patch into the large array macro sensor and that way we can look through the uh, the station more quickly because I'm sure that I'm sure it's senses things besides cosmic radiation. Yeah. Right. See the array macro station. That's pretty much the that's the One. command. Yeah. 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 So that's everything feeds into it. Okay. Is everybody okay with that? I mean, we haven't tried it yet. Makes sense to me. Okay. Alright, Roya, well, yeah, just Samison up there. <laughs> so or, I guess this. All right, well, are we all going, or is it just me? If I'm going, you're going to have to tell me what to do. No, we should, we should still stick oh. together. Yeah, that is should. a good idea. I, I was making a joke. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm sorry not everyone gets the classics. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I, mean, I don't know how you expected me to like curl up into a ball and roll along. I don't, that's not a thing I can do. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, she says, um, uh, notice something, and I'm going to point this out to you a bit later. Uh, design flaw, but I do. I know, no, it's it's a design flaw. It's not a problem with anything you all did, but we're good. And no, it's it's manageable. Don't worry about it. Okay, so making your way up the you know landing corridor, landing corridor, starting to get near the starting to pass an occasional window, looking outside. The growth is you know you're you're stepping, crunching over top of the vines and the leaves. And whatnot, you make it up past uh, where you were at the airlock, and I'm assuming that uh, you're going to take a corridor that leads to the right to where the uh, macro, mm -hmm. uh, uh, God, large array macro sensor station is. And um, here's what I want you to do I want you to, uh, well, uh, here's the thing you were at the bottom. For a while, you were as you were doing all your work. I assumed that the mobile uh, Blackstone uh, Science Grill was uh, packed up. So I mean, it took you a few minutes, and all. And as you're making your way to the the corridor, down the corridor is kind of opened up in a wider area. Just this is the heavy traffic area. Different paths going off, like toward the living quarters and up toward the the biodome and all that. So it's kind of open area, and. Uh, you notice, uh, even like I said, dim lights beforehand, but you notice that as the ship is rotating, uh, like the red glare of the, of the, the barn star starts shining through the window. And that's when I need you all to make a, um, I guess awareness check. So, uh, Everybody and what I, what that would be, I'm looking at Roya's sheet just to make sure. So that would be your uh, wits and observation. So everybody, he's having an off day. She should have slept more. Has Roya succeeded once? Uh, not without, I believe, not without invoking uh, the icon. Where you can actually pray to the dice gods as a mechanic. It's not been a good night for rolls. <laughs> This is a swingy there game, we go. so that's fine. All right, so we had two successes here. All right, so that's when you start, when the the window is, and like I said, think of it this way, like long, like picture glass, kind of long window, like because this is kind of toward the exterior of the ship anyway there, that's kind of, you see the light of the star going in, the red glow on there, and that's when the uh, vines around your feet start moving. And uh, those of you that su succeeded your observation check, you you realize what's happening. It's like they kind of start wrapping around your feet. And uh, I probably should have asked for like a, a dexterity check or something like that. But I don't believe in just needlessly by like throwing out rows. I would say with this observation check, you see the things moving and you sidestep to like an area where the vines are not as thick and whatnot, but those of you that failed, you have been ensnared by... Oh, no. I mean, it just... It's kind of... It's not like up your knees or anything, but it's around your feet and about halfway up to your calf. Some of it, like, just... It's like snakes, like, wrapping around and constricting, but, you I mean, you've got an exosuit, and it's not, like, structural integrity in anything. And uh, that's when... Uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, 
do an initiative check. This is what I wanted to figure out, how to do initiative. I think it is pretty much a straight D6. And you look in your items. By the way, Joe, I have not mentioned this to you. It has not came up, but I would like to kind of mention to, I think, uh, Dr. Wana and Roya have the ability of command. I know. Uh, right, yeah. So basically what those do is when you give orders, if if the the people who follow your orders get a plus one to their action. So, you know, instead of four dice, they would roll five. Like, you're still going to be rolling your same attack, but if you, like, you know, tell them to concentrate fire on something or whatnot like that, right. then that's going to, they get anybody who's got the command ability has that. Well, I mean, you got to wait to identify the enemy before you tell them what to do. So. Yeah, I just wanted to, I, I meant to tell you before we started, but I didn't know if, uh, if that had been, if everybody was privy to that. So why don't you all give me initiative rolls? Which is straight D six. Your we- your weapon. If you have your weapon in your hand, this is something that's odd. If, for example, Joe, if you just had to do enough, which you don't, because you said you had the carving, like it adds. Yeah. If you have that weapon in your hand, you reap the benefits of uh, the plus one initiative. You don't add it if it's not equipped. Yeah. All right. I don't think All that right. works for the Vulcan cricket then. Even though it's an ensnared row. All right. So it's, it's one D six. You said straight yeah. D six. One D six plus modifier. Where's the uh, modifier on the sheet? If you had it, it would be with a weapon, like or something. So you, oh, if you don't, I do have one. It's, yeah, if you, have, yeah, if you look at the weapon, there's bonus and in, in initiative. Mine's zero, so I roll that. Right, nice, terrible. Six. Will y'all give me a moment, as uh, Corey? Have you wrote yet? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to write down initiative real quick. Oh, I should pay this bill that I'm writing on. Nah, I like it. It, it function is better as a as a scratch notes for my uh, elf game. So I'm, I'm so glad you're teaching the next generation of adults, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Medical servitude. Uh, yeah, Chris, your your role didn't show up for some. Reason. Oh, I rolled it in the uh, uh, the Discord. Oh, yeah, I, I see it there. All yeah. right, so Chris is six. Nope. S uh, six will is Corey is th- all right. Hold on one second. True story. This is about as crunchy of a game that I've ran. <laughs> the uh, all right. Let's see. One up this I would here. say that fear itself. Uh, one shot that you ran for six sessions. It's about as crunchy. I like how he uh, threw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I only complain about row. Oh. My only complaint about this foundry thing and that I don't like about it, guys, is, uh, hold on, Joe took three damage from that one. Vines. Vines. Uh, okay. Hold on. I'm just trying to figure out what my initiative score is. Fuck is initiative. Oh, I guess I'm just D6. This is actually a a fairly crunchy game, though, so I I don't blame you for taking your time. I mean, I've never ran, I've played D&D and stuff like that, guys, but I've never actually, uh, Let's see. He hasn't been tainted. And hold on one second. Well, guys, on a that's five and all right. So five and four. I was sitting there thinking everything was ones there. Okay. So top of the initiative, Chris. Uh, let me go to the character sheet. I had to look at them. Oh, Sam has. Uh, 
Like you, you have been, uh, I think you were one of the ones that failed your observation check, correct? Correct. Okay, so the, the, like I said, the vines in the floor snare around you, and all of you see that from the corridor up north, two more of those creatures, you can see them now, and uh, like start contrast, just start running towards you. Uh, they're bum-rushing you. They, they're humanoid. They're human, actually. But as you, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like when you, if you've ever been in a car wreck, for those of you who've been in car wrecks, for me, at least, it was a moment of clarity. As a, as a car is spinning in a circle on the interstate going 60 miles an hour through Atlanta, uh, Dalton, Georgia, going to Atlanta, I can just remember calmly able to enjoy the, the trip as a car spun around. And you're kind of enjoying this trip, so to speak. And by enjoy, I mean not at all. Uh, there's a certain zen to it. There's, there are people, but there's gross on them. Like the vines... Are, their eyes are black, like as you mentioned, you saw them beforehand. Solid black eyes like a shark. Uh, the arms, as they flex, as they're running towards you, you can, you can see, like, it's, is that muscle or is that a vine? Is that, is that flowers budding off of its arm? And it's, uh, you, you guys are being charged by two humanoid people. Uh, you get to act first. I imagine, like, I'm... A- like the whole time I'm taking this all in, it's in just a slow motion shot um, in the film, like where you actually see the monster for the first time. And it's just, Oh, this is the money shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, I'm going to shoot while in the air. Oh, you're not being suspended, Chris. You're, you, you're, your feet are snared on the ground. Okay. I'm sorry if I gave that impression. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I misunderstood then. Um, in that case, it's more horror than terror. Um, I'm going to shoot at the thing that are ensnaring my feet. Actually, if you wanted, I mean, you could shoot at your feet, but I, I'd also accept if you just want, if you had a strength force kind of uh, row. If you don't have that, you can, I'll let you shoot your feet. Don't crit fail. Well, I guess there's no crit fails, necessarily. I have a strength of two, so probably not the smartest mood. Yeah, so uh, we're we're going to go with uh, don't crit fail. Um, how and do you roll a shoot in this game? Just ranged combat? Yeah, uh, it's, it's ranged combat and uh, agility. Okay. There's a plus, by the way. I think there's a plus for or a minus for shooting things so close. I'm scrolling down real quick. Hold on. Range. Close. Bonus for uh, using my cricket. You get a plus what? Plus one. Uh, well, that that's do a negative. Uh, do a, a minus one then modifier. I mean, you're okay. shooting at your feet. Well, I'm gonna gonna pray to the gods then. Oh yeah, the I, icons. Forgot I forgot this. Hey, limited success. Oh, I say with that. Yeah, you're so close. I mean, you're you're sitting there shooting, shooting, shooting like around trying to and moving your feet trying to find it but you eventually succeed and you you break free and sidestep as the vines wither and wriggle around you uh yeah so yeah there is a that is a I'm right so when they get in close a short range is a zero uh but yeah there's a negative for shooting a gun that close to your feet yourself okay well um out so, of character I'm aware that this was a very terrible use of my turn in character, though. Uh, by the way, let me clear the air real quick. I did not 
Oops, I've got too much shit opened. I've got some complaints for Foundry. Eventually, I I forgot to spend my tokens, so I spent those. I used the ability but didn't spend it, so I have uh, burnt some of that darkness points. And for FYI, my I don't know if you saw where I queried it. I now have uh, four darkness points remaining. So have at it, guys. So next in the order, it looks like Will. Uh, Dr. Wana, yeah. what do you do? Um, she is going to... Um, she sees these things screaming down the hall at um, her crew. Um, and she is going to take an aim shot. I just looked up that. That gives me a plus two uh, on ranged combat. So I'm going to roll that with a plus two. So it's a full round. I said, look that up. It's a full round action. So Or slow action. Um, so yeah, it takes up your, yeah, it takes up your whole, yeah, whole turn, but, uh, yeah, you get the plus two, just seeing if I get any plus two, two. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet. So what's the damage on that? The damage on that is, uh, it's accelerator pistol damage. Base damage is three. I don't know if that's modified by this. Base damage three. And you have, uh, what's your crit say beside that? Uh, one. So you do have some options. You can uh, burn that extra point for an easy extra one point of damage off of this thing. Uh, or you can go consult the crit table. Like basically, I would ask you in the chat, it would be easier because I don't know of an easy way just to row. Well, I guess you could type a command, but you're going to roll one. You'd basically roll 1d66 and then it randomly would pick out the crit from mildly irritated drops weapon to like severed spinal cord kind of things. But I mean, you got a one in 66 chance of that, but so however you want to do table, 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 yeah, table. I, I will always probably go with table. So you roll that on the, uh, on the discard. I think unless like, does it, <sighs> there are D sixes on here, so I could just do. Yeah. It's in the, above the box. It, it'd be 11. Well, how do you want to do that? I, I, oh, wait, I can only roll one at a time, I think. Yeah, it, no, you well, can you, use you, R slash. Oh, yeah, that's right. You R slash 1D6. Well, slash R. Yep. And if you just keep clicking the D6 button, it adds more D6s. Yeah, like or also just R slash 1D66. Yeah. It's, it's a 66-sided one. dice, which, you know, exists. It, it won't let you. I tried to slash. Oh, I didn't do slash R. I was just seeing if that worked. Uh, I'm just playing. There we go. 23. Oh, you got a 23? Sweet. Mm-hmm. Now I got to consult a table. I should have Yay. had that available. Uh, I think that's in the combat section. Let me scroll on down there. Sorry. I, I'm aware that the time has passed further than what I've said. I can probably push it and go for another, um, uh, you know, 30 minutes. I, I'd like to finish this up if I can. If you guys are good, am yeah. I... Yeah, I'm good. I just don't want you to push yourself, Adam. That's all. Oh, oh, you're fine. It's Friday. Uh, right, what was Adam. your number, Will? Wait, was it 23 here? Yeah, 23. I rode two. 23. Yep. <laughs> Broken I toes? Just, I just brought it up, too. Uh, well, it's stunned for one turn. Uh, well, negative two. Yeah, to dex- yeah so, like, you, you shoot it. It's kind of a wild shot, like, you know how you're supposed to shoot center mass and go up? Mm-hmm. You shot center mass and went down, and you clipped it in the foot. It stumbles. I'll say that uh, 
It has stunned this round. It has uh, collapsed onto its knees. Okay. So I will say that... What the fuck is that? It's way better than extra damage. I love that. That is that is pretty good. All right. So the one that's running is going to... <sighs> I'm saying that it's going to use part of its action to continue running up to the first person it sees. And... Uh, I mean, honestly, it, it should be probably the first person that uh, was causing the most damage, so it's probably going toward the good doctor. And I am going to... Uh, let's see. Let me look up a combat and make sure I'm, I'm doing my points right. By the way, I don't want to spend too much here. By the way, do you, what do you think? Do you think that having these resources easily... Avail- like, is it working out for you all? Like, the book, having it just a click away? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I have exited um, short range to close, and I'm just looking for the point breakdown. Where the fuck is the point breakdown? I read this to you a moment ago, guys. I'm just wanting to make sure I can do this. Basically, what I want to do is I want to I want to grapple you. And I saw okay, that. I found it. Okay. All right, I'm going to. I used a fast action, so attacking close combat. Okay, I am going to make an attack row on you now. So let's see, that would be, I think, trying to grab you. So that would be strength. Did you, you were not uh, hampered by the vines, correct? No, I was not. You were not, okay. So I am going to, now you did do your full action though. Yep, so So I don't have to defense it. So I'm going to do strength and uh, melee. So... Hold on one second. I'm sorry to talk through all this stuff. I feel like a YouTuber. Shameful. <laughs> all right, we'll see what I... <laughs> all right. So two successes. And I am going to say that they... And I'm looking up this ability real quick. <sighs> Man, you thought those things were ugly from a distance. But goddammit, they're getting... They're a lot uglier when they get up close here. So you try to step away. Maybe you kind of... uh sl- Like... Not stumble and fall, but you kind of get caught up in the vines that are moving around your feet. It grabs you by your shoulders and opens its mouth, and it almost looks like a it almost looks like a uh, like a flower budding almost. Like it opens its mouth, and then its mouth keeps opening, and there's flaps or like sections that just start kind of not peeling away but rolling away as its mouth gets a. Uh, impossibly large and it screams but as it screams it uh thrusts a uh, just spores like like this pollen spores it just it just covers your view and all that you did not take your right ra- no one took their helmets off did they no oh god no but no it yeah it's basically regurgitating spores on you like you you can't see shit you can feel it it's tight grip on you and it's ah, and then just your view is black, but with the slight tinge of the red star. It's it's very disconcerting. So you're being tied up right there. Uh, that would take us to our good pilot. All right. Uh, for my first action, uh, it says I can perform a quick attack in melee combat. How close am I to that as the pounce is going? I would say that you are close to the 
narratively speaking, you guys are the closest or like, I think he, you respect yeah. the good doctor. Yeah. So, uh, so I pistol whip it. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to roll for that. I do need to. Uh, well, I mean, it would just be a dexterity melee combat. Uh, I think defaultly, if you're just blunt imaging, like blunt hitting it, I'm not going to sit here and look up weapons and stuff like that necessarily, <laughs> but I, I would just off the cup of my head right now, I'd say one success. I, I say with Hell one yeah, success, you, you beat it back. So it wasn't just one pistol grip; it was, it was several. So it was, you kind of step over the doctor's shoulder and you just bring the handle of the, of the pistol down on his head once. You bring the ham, hammer of the pistol down twice. You see its nose just kind of flatten out as you knock it back, and it stumbles. And even the vines that that were protecting, or, you know, the vines that it is. It, it they're hampering it as well. It kind of stumbles. It doesn't fall, but I will say with that attack that you have uh, knocked it back. I'll consult the rules right now and modify as need be, but I'm just going to knock off one hit point right now for just blunt trauma. And then I'm going to take the pistol and then shoot it in the broken nose. Okay, so we're going to go for yeah. I like it. Nice. Go for it. That's a one success. All right. What's the damage on the pistol? I was looking at it. Vulcan pistol. I think it was three. Oh, I didn't roll for the actual pistol. I rolled for range combat. Oh, okay. Now you do that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, two damage. Two damage. Okay. So, yeah, you, you shoot it right. Uh, you shoot it right in the head. It kind of moved a little bit, but, I mean, there's a chunk of skull kind of just is seared off by that energy blast. And as the red light shines on it, you see a little stem start to kind of weed itself out of the hole in its head. Looks like little little sprouts. <laughs> All right. So the one on the ground, it's uh it's my turn. And uh it the one that was um shot it uh, in the foot is gonna stand up in its action. I think that takes a is that a four partial? I can't I think it's a short action. If it's a short action to take cover, I think that it would be a short action to get up. And I think that with that, I'm going to go ahead and um, he's going to launch himself at, uh, I think it was the top of the order, was uh, Sam. So, Sam, you're getting attacked. Oh, no. All right. So, I am going to uh, attack you. So, that is, I'm doing. Is I maybe I'm not. It's a strength, uh, strength, um, better than or agility for combat. I, I was throwing strength beforehand, but would it make more sense? It would be agility, wouldn't it? Hello, listeners. Please pardon this abrupt interruption here, but it was about this time in our session that the recording bot we used crashed and we went ahead and called it an evening. So this is all we're going to have for session one of Corleone's Dark Flower. Now, we did meet up the following week and finish up the Dark Flower scenario. So we will have a resolution to this game, but just not in this recording. Anyway, 
I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Real Point Exchange. And until next time, we'll see you all later. Bye.